Good morning. Welcome. Actually, it's good afternoon. Welcome to Letter to Philippi, our daily study through Paul's letter to the Philippians. And we continue the study. This is Letter to Philippi Live, an initiative of LetterToPhilippi.org, a new Messian Jewish theological teaching organization. And our first initiative of this new work, this new organization, this new Messian Jewish theological organization, is the ongoing daily teaching in Paul's letter to Philippi, letter to the Philippians. And we've this is now the third time this year that we've gone through the letter to Philippi daily. And this program comes to you Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, 10 p.m. Jerusalem time. And this is, as I said, an issue of a letter to Philippi. If you want any more information on lettertophilippi.org, go to lettertophilippi.org. There you can you can ask any questions you have about our, our work. You can leave a prayer request. You can make a contribution to our work. You can purchase a copy of my Messianic Commentary in Philippians, which is the basis of this of this class. And you can also read our, our book reviews that are coming out. We're going to be doing at least two book reviews each month on books by Messianic Jewish authors and also books from the academic world that are focused on topics relative to the building of a Messianic Jewish theology for the future, looking at the works of the, the Paul within Judaism school of thought, including people like Mark Danos and Paula Fredrickson and others. As we look to build a Messianic Jewish theology and an understanding of Jewish life lived following Yeshua, our righteous Messiah. And that is, that is what we seek to do, to, to lift Yeshua up by living, living lives faithful to the Torah, respectful of the Jewish tradition, and giving honor to the God of Israel by our living, our lives following the example of Yeshua, our righteous Messiah. So as I'm continuing study through the book of Philippians, again, my name is Sean Imsley. I don't know if I mentioned that. My name is Sean Imsley. I'm the founder of, of Letter to Philippi and the teacher of this class. So in our, in our study, in the book of Philippians, we're now in Philippians chapter 2, verses 19 through 30, the examples of Timothy and Epaphroditus. Timothy and Epaphroditus were two people familiar to the Philippians. One, Timothy came with Paul on his first, first trip to, to, to Philippi to establish the Philippian Messianic community. And Epaphroditus was also was a member of the, of the Philippian community that came to help with Paul. So these two men are familiar to the people in Philippi, and Paul now is holding them as an example of following the Messiah. As we looked yesterday, as he was talking about living a new life following, following the Messiah, now he gives the example of two people who are doing that, Timothy and Epaphroditus, who were two people that they knew and trusted, and Paul puts them forward as examples of two people that were following the Messiah's example and seeking to be more and more and more in the Messiah. We'll begin with a word of prayer, then we'll look at, at uh, verses 19 through 30 of chapter 2, looking at Timothy and Epaphroditus, two examples of men who modeled their lives after the Master. O Lord, you are good. We thank you for this day. We thank you for each opportunity we have to look at your word. We thank you for life you give us, both now and forever, because of the work of Yeshua, our righteous Messiah. May we seek to become more and more and more in Messiah each day. And 
may we, from these words of the Apostle Paul, help us to, to find new ways to follow you and to become Talmudim of Yeshua. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the privilege we have to come before you, our God and our King, the one God of Israel. We pray in the name of Yeshua, our righteous Messiah. Amen. So today we'll be looking at the examples of Timothy and Epaphroditus, two men who modeled the Messiah, and Paul is putting forward as an example of the Messiah. Earlier in the chapter, we had the Messianic hymn where Paul put forward the highest example of, of Messiah-likeness, that of Yeshua himself, the highest example of a life of humility and self-sacrifice. Now he's sharing about two men flesh and blood people that they know that were modeling the Messiah's way of life, modeling his humility and modeling his self-sacrifice. As Paul called the Philippians to imitate the example of Yeshua, he now has two other examples for them to model in their lives, Timothy and Epaphroditus. The Philippians already knew both of these individuals well, but they said Timothy was came with Paul to his first visit to Philippi when they established the Messianic community in Philippi. And Epaphroditus was a member of the Philippian Messianic community that, that was sent to service Paul to help him while he was in his imprisonment. So first we look at the example of Timothy in verses 19 through 24. And I will put that up on the screen. And reading 19 to 24, but I hope in the Lord Yeshua to send Timothy to you shortly, so that I may too may be cheered by knowing how you are doing. I have no one who compares to him who will care so sincerely for your welfare. People all put their own interests ahead of Messiah Yeshua's. But you know his character that like a child with his father, he slaved with me to advance the good news. So I hope to send him just as soon as I see how things will go with me. And I am confident in the Lord that before long, I myself will come to you. So those are the verses referencing, I jumped ahead of myself into Epaphroditus. So now we'll look at the example of Timothy. So as we read in these verses, we find out about, about Philip, about Timothy, and about how Paul is putting forward him as an example to the Messianic community. The Philippians already knew Timothy as a man of character, and Paul knew that they would be confident in his impending service to them on behalf of Paul. As we said, said Timothy was with Paul his first visit to the to Philippi, to Philippi, where the Messianic community was established in the home of Lydia, Lydia being the first person to respond to the message of the Messiah and established a Messianic community, which we could look at as a, today as a house church 
in her home in in Philippi, in Lydia's house, becoming the first first uh, Havara or house church in the Messianic community in Philippi. Timothy functioned as Paul's son in his ministry work. Timothy Timothy was not the the biological son of, of Paul. But Paul looked upon him as his son in ministry, as he was, as he was his main, his main disciple that he that he worked with, both in sharing the gospel and also encouraging him, as he went on to, to life service serving the Messiah, after Paul's leaving this world through his execution. So Paul looked upon him as his son in ministry. We do not know how much about we don't know much about. Timothy's biological father, except that he was Greek, and apparently was not active in the life of Timothy. It seems to be brought up by his his mother and grandmother, which we read about in 2 Timothy 1 through 5. And both his mother and grandmother were Jewish believers in the Messiah. So in this early, early time time of uh, the community, he was actually actually a third generation third-generation Messianic believer in his family, being his mother and grandmother, had, had come to faith in Yeshua before he was, he was born. So we don't know about much about Timothy's biological. We know he was Greek. We do know that he did not have Timothy circumcised, though he, his mother was Jewish and his father was Greek. He, Timothy was not circumcised on the eighth day, being that his father was Greek. And, and we, we t- talked earlier in the introduction the aversion to, to, to circumcision among the Greeks because they saw that the that the, the whole human body was perfect and in the act of circumcision you were marring the perfect human form, so this is one of the reasons more than likely that Paul that that Timothy's father didn't have him circumcised. Also, the fact is that it would sep- it would set him aside from the community as circumcised. So this so we know that. We know a little bit about his father. We do know that he was Greek, his his biological father. We don't see much of his activity in his life except for not having him circumcised. And we see that he was mostly raised in the faith, raised in life by his mother and grandmother. So Paul was basically stepping in as a surrogate father for him, as his spiritual father in doing the work of making Messiah known. In verse 23 24, we read, So I hope to send him soon, just as soon as I see how things will go with me. And I'm confident in the Lord that before long I myself too will come. In these verses, Paul expressed his hope to send Timothy to be with them, be with the people in Philippi. Paul even expressed hope that he may be released from prison to take one final trip to Philippi to see the people in Philippi to be with them physically one last time before his execution. But as we know from history, Paul was not released from that final imprisonment in Rome and was executed after being in house arrest for two years, we see at the end of the, the book of Acts. So Paul hoped to return to the people of Philippi, but as we, as we see, that did not end up happening. He did, he was able to send Timothy and Epaphroditus back to be with them, to be his surrogates, but he was not able to return before his execution. But he had hoped that to be a possibility to get one last time in this world to be with the people in Philippi. But now, but then he had to wait 
into the world to come to see these people he loved so much. So this is the example of Timothy, as we say, as we see here, Paul Paul makes clear that he has character above above most people. He says that most people care only for themselves and only for their welfare, and putting their interests above the, the work of the Messiah. But Timothy was totally devoted to the Messiah and was totally devoted to the welfare of others. And he was truly living out the example of the Messiah, the example of, of Yeshua's self-sacrifice and humility. And rather than thinking of himself, Timothy was, was outward-centered, focused on the glory of God in advancing the good news. And Paul says that he's, in verse 22, like a child with his father, he slaved with me to advance the good news. Not only did he 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 serve serve the the work of, of God in the world, the work of the good news, but he slaved for it. He it was it was his passion and his life, like Paul, who devoted his whole life to making Messiah known. Him, Timothy, the disciple of Paul, followed that example and, and totally devoted himself to the work of the Messiah, toward the work of making Messiah known. And Paul holds these up as an example of people of Philippi of a person to model as as Timothy modeled Paul and Paul modeled the Messiah. He's called people of Philippi, and that's by example, to model Timothy, to model Timothy's example of being focused on the work of God, focused on serving others, focused on making the Messiah known, and not focused on ourselves, but focused on the work of the kingdom of God. Next, we come to the example of Epaphroditus, which we had a preview for. Look at that. In verses 25 through 30, we read, Also I considered it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother, fellow worker, and fellow soldier, the emissary whom you sent to, to take care of my needs, since he has been longing for you and has been distressed because you heard he was ill. Indeed, he was ill, close to death, but God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but also on me. Otherwise, I would have had sorrow piled upon sorrow. Therefore, I am all the more eager to send him, so that you may rejoice when you see him again, and I, for my part, may be less sad. So give him a joyful welcome in the honor of such people. For he risked his life and nearly died working for the Messiah in order to give me the help you were not in a position to give. That's a long, long talk about Epaphroditus, but, but the, being that he was one that was known by the community, Paul wanted to share or, or poured on him, or poured on his, his, come, his being near death in the service of Paul. The Philippians had sent Epaphroditus, a member of the Messianic community in Philippi, to serve Paul during his imprisonment. As we talked about in the introduction, basically in, in, the, in the Roman prisons of that day, unlike prisons today where they provide, provide, the, you know, provide housing and food and the ability to, to uh, have medical care, in the Roman prisons of, of that day, the Roman prisons of, of this time, 
basically you were just thrown into into a, a cell and if you were to have food or medical attention others would have to come in to to offer those things to you food water medical medical needs clothing all of that would have to be provided by friends and family and it was not provided by Rome. you're basically just thrown into to the cell and, and you're basically left there to to uh, rot so it was important for both Timothy and Epaphroditus to go visit Paul in prison because he was unable to to get the basics of life taken care of him in his imprisonment so it was important that for the people of Philippi for them to send Epaphroditus who was a member of their community to go to Paul and to meet his his physical needs and to to be with him and and encourage him in his imprisonment. We do not know why Paul sent Epaphroditus to Philippi. There has been a traditional understanding that he was sent back to Philippi with this letter. So after his time with Paul in Rome in prison, Epaphroditus was sent back by Paul to the people of Philippi. And one of the one of the the, the understandings of why this was done was that he was the one who actually delivered the letter. He was the the courier who brought this letter to the people of Philippi. So Paul sent him back specifically to send this, what would be his final word to the community in Philippi, this community he loves so much. Another possibility is he was being sent back, and possibly both of these are correct, but he was sent back after he'd recovered from his illness, his illness that was, that was near death, to encourage the people of Philippi. They, they would have heard that he was imprisoned and he, he, it was ill, close to the death, and would have been concerned about him. So Paul, along with sending him back, taking the letter, being the courier for the letter, was also sending him back in renewed health to show them that he, he was back to health and that their worrying about his, his physical condition was, was taking care of, that he had received a full healing from God. And that would give them encouragement in their faith and take off that concern of theirs for his, his physical life, physical safety. Robert Leitner, a biblical scholar, expanded on Paul's feelings about Epaphroditus when he wrote, but Paul wanted to be doubly sure the believers knew how mighty, how highly he thought of Epaphroditus. He called him my brother, fellow worker, fellow soldier, and messenger. He, Epaphroditus shared Paul's physical, spiritual life labors and dangers. He willingly took the role of a servant to assist Paul. This man, whose name means charming, served the Lord while he served others. While there with Paul in Rome, Epaphroditus became sick to the point of death, possibly from the poor conditions of Paul's life under house arrest in Rome. As he was recovered from his illness and has served Paul well, this faithful worker is being returned home to continue his service for Yeshua among the Philippian messian community. As we see with, with Timothy putting, being put forward by Paul as an example of the people in Philippi, for them to see, see T Timothy as a man to model, as a man who has the humility, the self-sacrifice, the, the servant heart of the Messiah. He is also committing him back to them, Epaphroditus, one of their own Messianic community, one 
person they were familiar with and was a part of their community who Paul could actually call call one of his 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 workers in the faith as he called him my brother my fellow worker fellow soldier and emissary in referring to him with, with these words he's showing that 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 he Epaphroditus was modeling the messiah as Paul was making known to him and was to be an example to the Philippian community. This one who was from, from their community that they sent to serve Paul now is being sent back to them to be an example to them of, of someone who is willing to sacrifice, even sacrifice their lives with the Messiah, and that he is being sent back to them to be an example to them of how they too can come to be a fellow worker and fellow soldier an emissary in the work of Paul, to be ones who were, who were disciples of Paul, following him as he's showing them the way of following the Messiah. So in this, we have two examples of flesh and blood people that people in Philippi would know. Timothy, who was an emissary to, to Philippi, and was there when the initial Messian community was established in Lydia's house. And we also have Epaphroditus, a member of the Messian community in Philippi, where both of these men are put forward as examples of people following the Messiah and walking in the way of the Master and becoming more and more like the Messiah each day. So Paul is now putting forward to them two people that they know well, two people that he knows are doing life in Messiah well and are being examples of Messiah in the world to be a model for the people in Philippi, for the people in Philippi to emulate them as they emulate the Messiah and to, like Timothy and Philippi, to become brothers, fellow workers, and fellow soldiers in the work of Messiah in the world. And Paul, after earlier in the chapter, puts forward the highest example of humility and self-sacrifice, Yeshua, our righteous Messiah, now he puts forward two examples of flesh and blood people that they knew who are modeling the Messiah and calling the people in Philippi and us reading this letter today to also order our lives in Messiah, seeking to be like the Messiah each day, walking in his ways and becoming more and more and more in the Messiah. So that will conclude our, our time today. We're a little shorter than usual, but this was was a, a shorter section to look at as we looked at these two men, these two examples of two people living for the Messiah, living, walking in the ways of the Messiah, and continuing the work of Paul, even after Paul was to leave this world, as I said, in his impending execu execution that we that will is soon to come to him. So these are his final words to the people of Philippi, sharing them that Though he won't mean not be coming back to them, though he hoped he would, he, the, the, there will be Paul, there will be Timothy, there will be Epaphroditus, who will continue to be with them and continue to be his hands and feet, his example toward the Philippians. And Paul calls them to emulate these men who are so emulating the Messiah. So that will conclude our class for today. Thank you for watching. This is Letter to Philippi Live, an initiative of Letter to Philippi.org, a new Messian and Jewish theological teaching organization, of which I'm the founder 
I'm the teacher of this class. Letter to Philippi is a daily Monday through Friday class going through the book of Philippians at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, 10 p.m. Jerusalem time. And we continue each day to go through Paul's letter to, to the Philippians. I said this is the third time we've gone through it this year. And we look to continue to the ongoing study, looking at Paul's letter to Philippi, gaining new insight each time that we look at this book as we seek to become more and more and more in the Messiah and to build a messy and truth theological understanding of the scriptures that is, is faithful to, to our living, respects Jewish tradition, lifts up Yeshua, righteous Messiah, and gives glory and honor to the one God of Israel. And we seek that every day. And that's what, what, what Letter Philippi is about. That's what this class is about, is, is to be a daily opportunity for us to become more and more in the Messiah. So again, if you have any questions about the work of Letter to Philippi, go to lettertophilippi.org. There you can watch previous class videos. You can ask any questions you have. You can make a much needed financial contribution to our work as we look to expand the work of Letter to Philippi into 2022. You can purchase a copy of my Messianic Commentary in Philippians. You can read our book reviews and our other documents we have online. And like you to, to uh, consider, consider praying and supporting this work, work of Letter to Philippi as we, as we are concluding our first year of, of this new work and going on to, into 2022. We want you to be with us, continue to learn, continue to grow, and continue to become more and more in the Messiah. So that is what we what we do, why we're here, what we do each day. This is an ongoing process of becoming more and more like Yeshua, our righteous Messiah. So that will include our time today. Thank you for watching. And we'll be back tomorrow. And we'll be starting Philippians chapter 3. And we'll be looking at, at the... the uh, the issue of Paul's opponents, that, that Paul warns about opponents to the good news of the Messiah coming to the people of Philippi. And we'll be looking at that over, over the next few days as we look at Philippians chapter 3 and Paul dealing with opponents to the message of Messiah, those who are opposed, those who are offering another message of the Messiah in opposition to Paul. And Paul will be dealing with that as the leader of the Messian community of Philippi and we're showing a way of understanding life in Messiah that is in contrast to this false teaching, a life focused on the, the primacy of Messiah, the primacy of living within the true good news of the Messiah. And as I said, we'll start into chapter three tomorrow. So again, thank you for watching. Shalom. And uh, we are we have completed pass completed Hanukkah. Let me say Passover. I love Passover. Completed Hanukkah and now moving toward toward uh, the end of this this civil year and moving into 2022. We appreciate everyone who is watching, and thank you for watching. And we will be back tomorrow and starting Philippians chapter three. Again, go to lettertophilippi.org for any questions you have or any information you want on our work. We'll be able to make it available to you there. So thank you for watching. Have a great day. Shalom.